Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice now. Come on, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. One more time, partner. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, how amazing is that? How good has God been to me? How good has he been to you? Just check yourself sometimes. Just sit up and just, just run a survey. Just look at your life where it's at. It might not be where you want it to be, but that's probably some decisions you made. But really, though, in spite of all the crazy mistakes I done made, I mean, man, I I, I, I look back at some of the decisions I done came up with, and, and, and man, it's, it's, it's just amazing he let me live. I mean, it's it's and 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 to exist the way I exist, it, it does nothing but grace, mercy, favor, all that is. That's what my mama praying for me when I wasn't praying for myself. It had to be it because man, I can truly tell you, I, I have made enough mistakes, man, s- stuff you would never even know about, and recovered from them all. You can too, and I don't care what you've done. Marvin Sapp has a song out that says. He saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. You know, that that's an important song, man. Especially, you know, I want to talk to men today because, uh, man, being a man is so, so difficult. Please know, it, it, it has been my quest ever since I was a little boy. My father had one ambition son, I don't care what you do, but when I get through raising you, you will be a man. That's all I want you to be. He never cared what I did for a living. It never made a difference to him. You're going to be a man. Manhood is difficult. Now, ladies that's listening to this, I'm not saying womanhood ain't. I don't know what it takes to be a woman. So, you know, but I do know exactly what it takes to be a man. So, you know, sometimes when you talk to people on the radio, you have to preface things because people are just go he trying to make it look like womanhood ain't no that's not what i'm doing i'm just talking to men today to explain to them that they ain't by themselves and struggling trying to figure this thing out that you are not alone in your quest for manhood that is difficult but I'm, i i gotta I, I gotta tell you man um manhood is that kind of difficult and it becomes even more compounded if a young boy does not have a male role model I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. A young boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. Well, I have a suggestion for everybody that's struggling with manhood and all of the men out there that are men. This message is for all of us, and it's for me too. You know, I was listening to Joyce Myers the other day, and um, she made a statement. She said, sometimes you got to do the right thing even when it feels wrong. You know, one of the difficulties of manhood is peer pressure and the misguided principles of manhood. See, what God wants us to be as men and what we believe manhood is is sometimes two different things. I'll give you an example. 
I wrote this book for women, right? And um, I was telling them the three ways that a man shows his love. And I called them three Ps. We profess, we protect, and we provide. Every man who is a man, that's how he exhibits love. We're not talky-talky, comforting, we're not great nurturers. But when it comes down to, to it, what we all want to do, what is in our DNA, is to profess our love for something, you as a woman, to protect you as a woman, and to provide for you as a woman. That's in our DNA. Now, sometimes that gets messed up. And I'll give you an example. Sometimes when a boy doesn't have the proper real role model in his life, he takes that principle of love that we all possess in us, every man, the professing part, the protecting, and the, and the, and the providing part, and we misplay it. That's why gangs exist. Gangs exist off those three principles. What's the first thing a gang member do? He profess. He claim a hood. That's the first thing he do. This is my neighborhood. I'm Deuce Trey. I'm Triple H. I'm Doop de Doop. I'm purple. I'm, I'm red. I'm blue. The first thing they do is claim. That's professing. That's how we show our love. But it's misguided, though. Now we professing something that ain't even good for us. Your hood, your gang, your clique. Now, guess what? Now we got to protect it. So now, as a protection part of our love, here we go. You come down here, we're going to do this to you. You go over there, they're going to do that to you. You protect your hood. This your turf. This all you got. You ain't, ain't nobody coming down here with blue on. Can't nobody come over here with red on. You can't come over here with purple on. You can't come over here with black and gold on. And we and we protect that because that's in our DNA. And then what's the third thing? We provide. So guess what the gang need? Money. Guess what we do? We selling drugs. We selling women. We selling guns. It go back to the same thing, man. I don't know how God gave it to me that way when I was writing the book, but he showed it to me along the way. That's how men love. Well, when you don't have a role model in your life, guess what? Now that love is misplaced, it's misguided, it's off track. Ain't no man told you that really you're supposed to take this love and give it to a woman. You're really supposed to profess, protect, and provide for a woman. Not your gang set. Now you professing your hood, repping a color, you protecting your territory, shooting people, driving by, coming over you on your street, and then you provide. Now you're out here selling drugs and guns for the same thing. When a boy does not have a male role model, he has a misguided way of looking at manhood. Here's the deal. See, God created all of us in his image. That means he's put some of our DNA in him. That's why it's in your DNA to profess, protect, and provide. Because guess what? That's what God do for us. Because we his children. I'm just talking to men right now. I'm just telling you, man, I had to wake up about five years ago. I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. And then he shook me. He said, man, I'm going to bring about some changes in your life. I'm going to cause some things to happen that's going to put you in a position. And this time you're going to listen to me. Because if you don't, you're going to keep living in this pain you've been in. But you put yourself in this pain. I owe no blame to no one else but myself. Please know I know that. And that's how we, you really get to manhood when you figure out what you done done wrong. You can't blame this on none of your exes because you a man. You can't go, my ex did this. No, no. You a man, partner. You got to take responsibility for yours and yours alone. If you got kids, you got to get to them some kind of way. Write them a letter, send them the money. If she won't let you see it for the money, whatever. Send the money to her mama. 
Do what you're supposed to do as a man. Do what God wants you to do, man, because he not letting us off the hook for what we supposed to be just because you ain't doing it. And if you do it, you turn your life around. Just hollering at the fellas today, that's all. Sorry about that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Girl, you know there ain't nothing I won't do for you. You are crazy. Girl, don't, don't ever doubt my love, cause it's true. Baby, hold on to me. Oh, it's just a simple thing. Yeah. What? You ever just, ever been just driving and just one hit you? Yeah. Yeah. You ever just drop Jerry? Uh-huh. Jazz, let me just one just hit you. Wow! They never just never just happen where you just be driving and you just bust out by yourself. Damn yeah. the key. Damn, who want to hear it? Okay. Damn, where the song start? Uh-huh. Hold it on. <laughs> Very hard to do when love's gone. That's no lie. Just anywhere in the song. And just give it to them. That's how we start the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ain't no telling how we going to get it to you this morning. Shirley oh, Strawberry. Who that was. Good morning. Man, hell no. Jimmy, who was that? <laughs> Hold it, holding on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, uh, Orange Juice Jones. <laughs> wow. Mm. Carla oh, Pharrell. <laughs> Mouth Good of the South, morning. Mississippi Monica. <laughs> the musical uh, No Knots of Junior. <laughs> and Nephew Tommy. <laughs> top, top. Junior, just wow. Orange Juice Jones. So sad. Orange Juice Jones. 
saw you. Hey, that boy don't even go that hard. In the rain. <laughs> he can't even go that hard. But that, that's why he went hard because of that song. He was like, oh, y'all think I can't go hard? He said, oh, of singing that hard. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Okay, well, let's so, have it then. Not a singer. So who was that? Mm. Oh, God. Okay, was who was group. the first song? Baby, hold on to me. Oh, that, oh, that's Eddie and Jerry. Who? That's his boy. Who? Eddie Levert and Jerry Levert. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I oh, know okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Two. Father and son. Okay. Yeah. If you just yeah. said something else, I'd have slapped you. So. Slapped him. Father <laughs> <Yeah>. and son. <laughs> He's supposed to know that. He yeah. was on the road with Gerald. Yeah. He's supposed to know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I can think Gerald. of something. Let me see. Uh, y'all, you got to get this one. This was the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tony, 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 Oh, yeah. All right, look, we have a song that they sing now. Friends of man die. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the nephew is in the building to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? About to turn your lights off. About to turn... Your lights off. Cat dog, if you would. You didn't have them turned off before. Come on, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to find Gerard, please. Get us now. Hey, Gerard, how you doing? This is uh, Mason, man. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that turns the lights on and off if you haven't paid your bill. And I'm okay. over here at your house. I'm, I'm actually getting ready to turn the, the lights off, but I'm trying to... Uh, it's a courtesy call we're supposed to give. If people can pay their bill before we turn them off, then we collect and we keep moving. You say, you say who, who you who are you again? I'm Mason. Exactly, sir. And you say you about to do what? I'm, I'm getting ready to turn the lights off because the bill hasn't been paid. I'm getting ready to turn the power off. Are, are, are you here at the house? No, I'm at work. Okay. Well, listen, is there anyone at the house that can make a payment? Make a payment? The payment right now that I have is $221.36. Is that right? For what? The electric? For the electric bill. Yes, sir. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, no. There's nobody at the house, and I don't think I owe that much. Well, that's what I have right now, $221.36. Now, see, see, my wife, she already paid that, see. Okay, well, I, they don't have a record of that. I'm in your driveway right now. I'm getting ready to turn this thing off but, until a payment has been made. Well, see, there's, there's nobody home right now. Okay, well, if no one is here, then I have to follow through and continue and, and go ahead and, 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 and turn the power off until everything is rectified. Oh, 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 you in my driveway? I'm in your driveway. So is there anyone here? Or how far are you from here? I'm at work. I can't get off right now, but you, you got to get out my driveway. No, no, sir. I'm not going to be able to leave your driveway until I actually turn... The power off. Can't turn my power off. I got food in the refrigerator. My kid got fish that, you know, come on, man. Well, what do you, what do you mean you got fish? What does that mean? I can be there in 30 minutes to give you the cash right now. Sir, what, 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 what do you mean when you say you got fish? Fish, fish tank. Oh, a fish tank. You have a fish tank? Okay, well, sir, I, 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 I understand that, but... Uh, sir, listen, I'll be there in 30 minutes. You stay right there. Don't touch nothing, okay? So I can't, I can't be here 30 minutes. I can't wait that long. Thirty minutes, I'll be there with cash, and I'll pay you. What is it? Two hundred? What? what is we don't. We don't accept cash, sir. We're gonna need a money order. I don't have time to go to. I'll be there with the cash. Thirty minutes. I can't take cash. Are you listening to me, sir? Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. I can't take cash. 
I need a money order. I'll be there in 30 minutes, okay? Sir, I have to cut. I have to turn your power off if you're not here. I give everybody 10 minutes. 10 minutes where they can pay it or we can actually turn it off. Now, you tell me what you want me to do. I'm going to call my wife real quick, all right? Real quick. Sir, I don't have time to call you. I don't I don't have time for that. First of all, sir, you, you, I'll get me upset. My wife don't mess up bills, okay? First of all, okay? Okay, if she doesn't mess up bills, then what the hell is going on? I don't know. I'm going to call her real quick and we'll get this straight. Okay. Okay. Well, sir, I don't have real quick time. What we have to do right now is I have to do this. I have to either turn your power off, you get it turned on. Now listen, I can come back and turn this thing right back on next week. It'll be a hundred fifty dollar penalty. First of all, you need to get the out of my yard. First of all, so I call your supervisor. Sir, I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I'm gonna call my wife and look at this straight right now. I'm here because you haven't paid your bill. I paid my bill. My wife paid my bill. Well, how do you know she paid it? Because you don't know a damn th- You don't know anything. Who are- Hold up. Sir, trust me. My wife paid the bill. It's a mistake in your system. Get out of my yard now. Are you at Avenue? Yeah, that's correct. But what- I'm, in, I'm, in the, then I'm in the right place, sir, and you haven't paid your bill, and I've been ordered to turn it off. I'll tell you what. tell you what. tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. I'm, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be here in 30 minutes, okay? Are you are you listening? I'm turning this off in the next five minutes. Do not touch my... A wife paid the bill. Leave my lesson Your morning. wife hasn't paid the bill. Now, maybe your wife is out lallygagging, doing something else. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you keep her, keep her out of this, all right? Okay? You're the one that brought her in. You're the one that keeps telling listen. me what she has done and what she hasn't done. Listen, listen. Keep my... Hey, that's why I draw the line. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Me and you can talk. Right, I'm, I'm not going to continue to go back and forth with you, sir. I don't have 30 minutes. You got I got 10 minutes. Up, you understand me? I got to... I'm, I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to get the car right now, okay? I'll be there in 30 minutes. Sir, I don't have 30 minutes. I'm turning it off. You can call downtown and get uh, headquarters to turn it back on, and we'll come back out here, and it's a reconnect fee for $150. So I got to come up with 300 Oh, hell no. Listen, Sir, listen, your listen. bill is 200 and something dollars, and that's going to be a $150 reconnect fee. That's some No, hell no. That's a, hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. This okay, well, sir, I, 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 and I've told you before, you have five minutes to get here. No, I, listen, listen, listen. Let me call my neighbor real quick. Hold on, let me call. Let me, hold up. Let me call. I, I don't have time for you to click over and call other people, sir. Is there somebody that can give me a money order right now? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I can get you a money order. In, in five minutes. Okay, now who's going to do that? I don't know. I call my wife. I told you, your wife is the reason why you're in this situation. I'm going to report you to your supervisor. How are you going to report me when I'm out doing my job? You should report your wife for not doing what she's supposed oh, to be doing. Hey, oh, listen, listen. I don't listen. care what you say. If Do you want your lights on or off when you get here? I want my lights on. What the f*** do you have lights on? Your lights are getting turned off in the next two minutes because your wife didn't pay the damn bill. I'll tell you. Excuse me? I'll tell you. Listen, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Hey, 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 I, I, I tell you what, you know what my supervisor would tell you? I don't give a what your supervisor going to tell he me. He would tell you that you have been talking to nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. You just got pranked. Oh, that's the <laughs> up, man. I was, I was on my way to... Your co-worker got you. Joseph, he got you. I'm going to get his... <laughs> man, don't do that no more, man. Man, you had me. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show 
in the land. Come on, man. Steve Harvey Morning Show. But nephew Tommy. When the last time you had your lights turned off? Lord. Been a minute? Turned Always been minute. at the inappropriate moment, though, I tell yeah, you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came here one time and hit the switch, and it ain't come on, and I kept hitting the switch. I had a little apartment. Mm-hmm. I kept hitting the switch. I'm walking around. I said, man, what's wrong right here? It didn't take me long to realize. <laughs> Pink it, don't take, it don't take black people long. Oh, All right. God. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, J-Lo and Ben Affleck are engaged again. Uh-huh, again. But uh, not moving to Bel Air just yet, okay? Hold your horses on that one. And Black China is suing the Kardashians for millions. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. This one is from Nadia in Tuscaloosa. Nadia writes, my college bestie and I fell out a year ago over my ex. They became the best of friends all of a sudden, and it bothered me. My husband saw her recently and asked what was really going on between us, and she told him. He's mad, thinking I still want my ex. How do I convince him that's not the case here? Well, you know what, Nadia? You kind of messed it up. Because, you know, you, you and your college bestie fell out over your ex, but you got a husband. See, you saved that for last. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see really what you give a damn what your ex do and your bestie. But when your bestie told your husband, now your husband going with damn, what you mad about that for? And he's correct. Find you something else to be mad about, Nadia. Let that go. Because that ain't it. That ain't it. So how does she convince her husband that she doesn't still want her ex? You know what? I'm through with this. I don't care what nobody do. I was more upset with my friend than anything because she knew if I can't, I want her to take on my feelings. I can't stand him. I want her to not stand him. And for her to be my friend and then all of a sudden become, that's what I'm upset about. I don't give a damn about him. That's facts. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. That That part right there. All right. Here we go. Brielle. You hate who I hate. Yes. (laughs) Hate with me. Hate with me. You don't cry with me. You don't know me like that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Brielle in Pensacola says, I called my husband's phone several times while he was down in our basement because I needed his help to flip our mattress. He said he missed my calls because his ringer is off. I noticed it's been off for a week, and he said it's his phone and uh, not up for discussion. Why did he get so defensive and rude? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk about this phone. Though. What's he, he doing down there? I don't know. He down there in the basement and the phone was off. What's he doing? You know, now? is that where his man came at? Maybe he was down there getting some peace. You upstairs flipping mattresses. Something. You know, you ain't said you wanted to do nothing with the mattress. You just needed some help flipping the mattress. <laughs> no, don't yeah. try to. Now all don't he said in is flipping it on flips on the mattress. Now you want him to come here and flip the damn mattress. I don't really know that he's doing nothing wrong. His phone is off. And but he at home. He at but home, Steve, yeah. he said it's his phone and it's not up for discussion. 
You, you can't. I mean, really? Well, that yeah. was a stupid thing to yeah. say. Yeah. That's Just say, hey, baby, I'm sorry. I've been cutting it off. I cut it on. I cut it back on. My bad. Sometimes I just don't want to hear it ring, you know, so I just cut it off. I was watching a game or something. I didn't want to be disturbed. That would have been your answer, but dog, it's my phone. <laughs> yeah. It ain't up for discussion. Oh, it, but it is, though. Oh, yes, well, it is. It. See, that's discussing. what you don't, we discussing it now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she said, why did he get so defensive and rude? It should have been his yeah. job to stop talking about that phone. Huh? He just got to stop talking about that phone. Just turn the ring dog. on. Dog. Hey, talk about yeah. something. Don't talk about that phone. Why she can't how, just come down to this? the basement? Why we got to answer the phone? Why you just answer the call. Because she's upstairs want? in the bedroom trying to flip the mattress. Well, let me ask you a question, Tommy. Yes. Has oh, someone ever called you that's in your house? Called you in your house? Yes, they have. And it yeah. gets on my nerve. You know where I'm at. And Tommy, Tommy it gets on my nerves, go. too. Yes. But when she called, I got to pick this phone up. Okay, thank you, sir. But they don't oh, okay. want okay. nothing. Really, okay. I, but it don't matter what they don't want. What you doing back <laughs> there? I ain't doing nothing. I'm doing the same thing I've been doing. Watch the TV. What? What is it? <laughs> there you go. We're moving on. <laughs> Man, I can't this is going to be an argument at the house. I'm my back All right. Okay. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous in Flint says. I'm married, but I've been sexting with a man that's younger. I send him nudes. I send him some nudes, and he said he wants me bare down there. So I went and got it waxed. Mm. I have never been completely bare before, so how do I explain this to my husband? Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know what Nothing. to tell you. I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know. I don't know if you know what the latest is. I don't. It ain't really my business what you do down there. But I, you know, I don't know how. You know, you don't. What, I don't what know. a husband gonna say, dog? Oh, okay. Oh, we doing it like that now. Oh, oh, we bear wrestling. It depends on how old he is. You know, cause she says she texted sexy with a younger one. And he yeah. want to see it down there. Now, obviously, y'all old because shaving ain't in y'all's manual of things to do. So, you know, if you old people, it, you know, it just, you know, looks a little different, I would assume. I don't know what's going on down there no more like I used to. You know, I used to know what the trends was. I don't mean no <laughs> trends no more. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you ain't seen but one in a while. You're you know out that I mean? game now. Yeah, You're I don't so really silly. know about trends no more. So I don't know what they doing and what they ain't doing. I was it's still the same. No, 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 no. When I was out there, it was the new thing was just you know whipping clean. You know, clean and sheen. Everything was you know. I was there for the change. I don't know if things have gone back or nothing like that. I, oh my lord! I wish I could help you, but I don't know. Like I say, the trends. Yeah, we I was there really. doing the transition, though. Yeah, I saw the transition, and I appreciated it, too, because it just oh made God, things please. a lot more, you know, presentable Clearer. and easy. You know, it was la- lack of confusion, you know, all this here. But, that, you know, don't want to, you know, just That's was funny. different. You know, I thank the Lord for it, too, you know. <laughs> Glorious, that time wonderful. in your life. Yeah, boy, boy, God, that I live. So you, have, you know, from, I must admit, uh-huh. from growing up in segregation 
What? To waxing. I just want to thank the Lord that I saw all the changes. I didn't have a cell phone until I was damn near 30. Thank you, Lord. I saw all the changes. You are not going to civil rights this situation yeah, right here. That's what this is. So that's all I can say. Yeah. Well, we will march on this, though. Yes, I don't, I don't come across the bridge. I done done seven times around the Justice Center with Al Sharpton. I done done all of this. Man, ain't no more. Steve is yeah. crazy. Oh, my I God. I sat down at the counter downtown at Kresge's with my mom. White Show folks wouldn't feed me. us. We set fire to the place. I was there for that. Yes, Lord. You're not going to do you, it. I broke out of one day at Rose and Blooms and stole the green leather jacket. Four sizes too big. Yeah, I did. Thank you. I was there for that. You oversharing. Well, you know. I was there but for that Tommy sexual too. revolution too. That <laughs> I was, I was, I saw the transition. Yes, I yes, saw it. Lord, that scared me at <laughs> first. I didn't know what it was, but once All I right, realized, uh, it listen. Coming up, oh, <laughs> sorry about that, Thank to you. our audience. Coming up at the beautiful. top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right Ooh, after this. It is pretty. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, in entertainment news, Jennifer Lopez casually announced her engagement uh, once again to Ben Affleck. She did this on her members-only website. Uh, Jennifer showed off her rare, very rare and beautiful green diamond ring. I didn't even know they made diamonds in green. Uh, her diamond ring is estimated to be upwards of $10 million. J-Lo said green is her lucky color. Nearly 20 years ago, uh, you might recall Jen and Ben were engaged, but it ended after rumors of Ben uh, cheating. J-Lo has been engaged six times, and she's walked down the aisle three times. And a math problem? 
A lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. A lot of wedding dresses. Do it till you get it right, J-Lo. That's all right. She moves on. Okay, she moves on. And and remember the uh, mansion, the Bel Air mansion they were trying to buy, she and Ben, for like over $50 million? Well, um, that fell out of escrow. They were going to buy that together. $55 million mega mansion. It's unclear exactly what changed their minds, but they won't be buying that Bel Air estate. So they're just gonna look for another one. That's all. Maybe they should buy the uh, Fresh Prince uh, mansion. It's probably on sale right now. You know, <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> a lot of Bel Air. You just scan that Bel Air together. Uh-huh. I got a ranch for him in Georgia if they want that. You got what? Got a ranch for him in Georgia if they want that. Plenty room. You can build what you want on that bill. Ben, J-Lo, you can build what you want on that. (laughs) All right, and this story has been brewing for a while. Black China's trial against the Kardashians. You know reality star Black China. Well, uh, she is suing four of the Kardashians over claims that they abused their power to get her number one hit reality show, Rob and China, canceled. Uh, The trial starts this Friday, April 15th, and uh, Black China says that momager Chris and daughters Kim, Chloe and Kylie all played a role in getting the show canceled. China's attorney has referred to Chris as the ring leader and accused them all of carrying out their illegal activity in secret while repeatedly lying to China's face. China earned about $92,500 per episode and implied that she's struggling financially now and she's had to give up three of her luxury cars. Three of her luxury cars, yeah. Uh, Three of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's seeking $40 million in lost earnings from the Kardashians and another $60 million for future losses from the show. Well, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how that's going to work, but right. the but. only thing she could say is, is that they use their power to say, if you keep letting her put her show on saying these things about us, we're going to end our show. They could have said that, oh, okay. but okay. You, can't, you can't charge them for that. Well, if if that guy said, I'm not saying that's what guy said. I'm just in here talking. She's not gonna win no money on this right here. I'm sorry. If you got number one show and they cancel it, what you what you what what do that say? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying. And from somebody that's got a show, that 92 episode, woo, you was doing really good right there, buddy. Whoa, real. So you you saying be grateful, (laughs) ready to love, host? What what what? <laughs> and then, right. wait a minute. It was then, a blessing. And then, wait a minute. And then, that's almost a hundred thousand dollars. I wish you would give me ninety two five a show. What? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's not taking that. I don't get. <laughs> I want the ninety two. He's frowning at you. His face looks crazy. Yeah, that's almost a hundred grand in I'll take it too. Shoes, what you talking about? I ain't mad at that at all. Uh -uh, At all. At all. Oh, please understand, it's good money now. Right. That ain't nothing to sneeze at. Every week? Yeah. You can count on that? For 22 Uh weeks? Mm -hmm. Yes. Nice. No wonder she, that's only three of her luxury cars. That means she has more. Yeah. (laughs) Uh But, you know, I don't think, I don't think that you got to say nothing like that. I don't think you should be saying I got to give up she three luxury up. cars. Yeah. Like, oh, poor baby. You know, baby. you'd have been yeah. better off saying, says, I've had to give up my cars. I don't have anything to yeah. drive now. You can't yeah. say I gave up three. 
Yeah, well, my luxury car. And it's right. still two in the driveway. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nobody right. feel sorry for you, Steve. Yeah. No. No. Right. Right. So. All right. So that's entertainment news. We're going to switch gears here now to national news. Very serious story. It was a horrific scene in the Sunset Park section of Brooklyn, New York, Tuesday morning. Twenty nine people were hurt. 10 by gunshot on a busy subway train. A suspect wearing a gas mask uh, opened two smoke canisters and then began shooting a high-capacity handgun. When the train reached the 36th Street Street Station, the doors opened and smoke and people poured out. Five of the injured were in critical but stable condition. Police have identified 62-year-old Frank James as a person of interest in the shooting, though he hasn't been named as a suspect. James rented a U-Haul truck in Philadelphia where he lives, and the keys to that truck were found in his belongings left behind at the station. They later found the van in Brooklyn. So, Do they um, have him? No, not, no, they don't have him yet. They're looking moment, for him. Yeah, they're looking moment. for him right, right now. Right right damn shame. Sure. Well, well, he drove all the way from but, Philly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, praise yeah. God, though, no one is deceased are... so far. Right? Uh-huh. You There's say? none deceased no, right now. No, just shot and injured. So, yeah, so let's pray for those people and hope they recover Absolutely. and have great, healthy lives yeah. with no long-lasting, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what the president uh, said. As a matter of fact, President Biden said, "You're praying for the he's praying for those injured and uh, thank the New York City uh, first responders. I hope they catch so we'll you. have more of the oh, Steve Harvey ca- Morning Show. Oh, Tommy, this ain't, ain't no way they ain't gonna catch you. Got his name, boy. <laughs> yeah. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody! As promised, we got our special guest. We got an old family member on the phone, y'all. He's Come a on. medical and diet expert. He's a New York Times best-selling author, creator of several national health initiatives. And like I say, he's an old friend, family man. We used to talk with him all the time, so this ought to be good, man. Uh, he was a regular contributor on the show, so we're glad to have him back. And he's here back today to preview his newest book. Y'all sit up. Summer's coming. you always trying to figure out what to do. We got yeah. it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the book is called Plant Power. Please put your hands together for family member, the one and only Dr. Ian K. Smith. Hey, fam. Good to be home, y'all. Good Morning. to see y'all. Yes, How you been, man? Oh, man. I'm I'm blessed and God is good. I'm grateful. And I'm Steve, you know me. I'm like you. I'm just out here just trying to change lives and put it better. And it's just I'm I'm honored to be able to do it, man. I'm honored. Well, I'm wow. interested in this one right here because I've thought about this. And so now I got my man on here to give us the facts. Your new book is called Plant Power. Now, the tagline for the book is, flip your plate, change your weight. Flip your plate and change your weight. All right, now that's pretty catchy, man. Tell us about Plant Power. Yeah, this has been the most personal health book I've written because, listen, I love steak and ribs and cheeseburgers like everybody else. But I just felt like I was eating too much meat. And I know the benefits of plants, and I just wasn't getting enough. So I said, let me try to wean myself. I don't want to eliminate all my meat and seafood, but let me try to cut down and increase my plants. So Plant Power is my four-week journey of reducing meat, not eliminating. Once again, if you want to be vegan or vegetarian, that's fine. 
But this is about people who say, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, I still want to have my chopped brisket and that kind of thing every once in a while, but I still want to have more plants. And so I did it for four weeks. It was amazing, y'all. I got to tell you, my, my energy level improved, my sleep improved, uh, my thinking improved. And then I put this in my group. I got a Facebook group that's called Plant Power, and everyone should join it. It's phenomenal. The average weight loss, y'all, in four weeks was 10 to 12 pounds just by eating more plants. This has been a life changer for me and a lot of others. I'm in. <laughs> so what what motivated you to research the plant-based diets? Yeah, I just felt like I was sluggish. You know, it wasn't like I was feeling bad, but I felt like I was sluggish. Every time I had like a steak or something, it took me a while to recover from it. And I just felt like I got to make a change myself, you know. And then all the all the research, Steve, about plants, you know, reducing blood pressure and cholesterol levels and strokes. And people were saying to me, Dr. Ian, how could I reduce some of these issues I have, particularly us as African-Americans, without taking medications. And all the research, man, talks about how plants are just God's, you know, nature, magical. It's just it's phenomenal. So that's what really got me into it. And I got to tell you, the recipes, because sometimes people just boil a vegetable and put it on a plate. And you, you can't eat that kind God. of stuff. Well, I tell you what, hang on, uh, Dr. Ian, man. We're going to find out more. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of these recipes. We're going to talk about how you can flip your plate and change your weight. We'll be back with more with Dr. Ian K. Smith right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, and our special guest this morning is an old friend and family member. used to come on the show all the time with National Health Initiatives. Well, he's got another one. Got a new book out. It's called Plant Power. And here's the, here's a catchphrase, y'all. Flip your plate and change your weight. I'm making I'm I'm texting right now. My nutritionist mm-hmm. texting right now, my trainer, and I'm finna do all plants tomorrow. Okay. I'm, but I'm going right. to give them a day to work on some stuff because I like my plants to sort of kind of taste like me. And mm. you can do that. So let me ask you this, Doc. The plant base has come a long way. I'm, so I don't know what your recipes are in your book, but you can kind of get that texture and taste in plants now, can't you? You can, but I got to tell you something. I just want people to be a little careful because now it's a big marketing thing about meat substitutes. And a lot of these meat substitutes, unfortunately, they highly process them. And and the person who who works with it will tell you this. They put a lot of calories. They put fats. They put the bad fats. They put the saturated fats. You want unsaturated fats. They also add a lot of sodium. Um, and you got to be careful of that and bad oil. So what I tell people is, listen, and on page uh, 36 in the book, I talk about the things you need to look for when you're buying some of these uh, plant alternatives or these meat substitutes. And I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying you got to be careful. But, you know, you can find plant and veggie burgers that definitely taste and look like meat. You just got to be careful what the ingredients are. Wow. I'm always in a dog fight. You know, with my weight and everything, and and, and we all are. yeah, we all, we especially do. after I, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this though: What's what have you found to be some of the most surprising benefits of following a plant-based diet? Well, everyone thought that they were going to have meat withdrawal, or they were going to have all these meat cravings. And let me tell you something: after about four or five days, everyone kept saying, "Man, I don't really, I don't miss it." I still get the habit because, once again, you can still have some meat and some seafood, but no one missed it. And that was amazing how they just felt like this was great. The other thing is that there are a lot of people, Steve, who have high blood pressure. And some of them were coming off their medications, cutting their medications in half, 
lowering their cholesterol levels, all these things, only because they did one thing. They just ate more plants and less processed meat. And I'm going to tell you something, like in the recipes and our Facebook group, they post these recipes. One of my favorites is page 214, spicy Thai vegetable stir fry. When you eat that, you're going to be like, meat what? Because it's just like, it, it is so good and so filling, you just can't stop eating. So I just want to tell people, listen, open your mind, open your palate, believe in it. Uh, and I'm helping people, Steve. You know how I like to do, Steve. I got people who are doing individual counseling for free in our Facebook group at Plant Power. So I just want to help as many people as possible, particularly us, be able to eat a little healthier and be able to reap the benefits. Wow. I like it. What, what do you think the K stands for in Dr. Ian's middle name? Kelp. <laughs> yeah, kale. Kelp, kale. Uh, if you're from where I'm from, cabbage. Uh, Cabbage with the K. Yeah. Say it hard enough, that's what it sounds like. That's right, that's right. Hey, Doc, so look, man, give us the reason why the Steve Harvey Nation need to get their hands on this book. If you could go ahead. Yeah, it's very simple. Listen, y'all, we have got to eat a little better. Not perfectly. I don't eat perfectly. I'm not advocating you eat perfectly. But if we make small changes in what we eat, what's at our table? We can make a huge change in how long we live, how better we live, how happy we are. And it's something that the whole family can do. With plant power, you are not going to have to be a vegan or vegetarian, though you can be if you like to. With plant power, I'm saying just have balance. Um, And when you lose that weight and start feeling lighter and having more energy, you are not going to want to go back to eating red meat every single day. I did it. I love red meat as much as anybody, so just trust me. It's easy. Join my group, uh, you know, Plant Power on Facebook. Follow me on Insta at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith. We're going to do this together. Steve, you know how I like to roll. We're going to do all this together and change people's lives. Well, we got it, y'all. Steve Harvey Nation, there you have it. Flip your plate, change your weight with Plant Power. It's available online and anywhere that books are sold. The book is called Plant Power by Dr. Ian K. Smith. Uh, Dr. Ian, man, good to see you again, brother. Thank you very much, much man. Much love, man. Love y'all. Peace. Much love. All right, thank right. you, Dr. Bye, Ian. Bye, Dr. Ian. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. But right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We're going to need a Uber hearse. Uber hearse. Really? Yeah. I mean, it happens, y'all. Don't tell me. It happens. It happens. Uber No, it doesn't happen. No way. Where does You're going to get in here. You're going to get in here. If you want to get where you got to go, you're going to get in here so I can get you there. All right? Uber hearse. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Hey, Sean, how you doing? This, my name is Brian. Um, I got you on schedule. Um, you, you ordered an Uber for tomorrow morning. I'm, I think yes, you're... Sir. Yes, Okay, you, are, you, are you scheduled to go to the airport, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. All right, and I want to make sure you, you wanted an SUV? Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay, and that's ninety two, eleven West. Um, what is that? Holman, ninety two eleven West correct. Holman Drive. That's correct. 
Okay. All right. All right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, 7, p- 7 a.m. pickup, correct? That's it. I got you, you got it. Everything's on point. Okay. All right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You, uh, you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's going to be a little crazy. So, um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you, all right? I'd appreciate it. Okay. okay. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different. So that's why I kind of the reason for the call, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I, I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A hearse? Yeah, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning uh, at seven a.m. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought so, it's, it's an SUV or a hearse. No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is is I, I have another drop off at the airport as well. You know, there's a. I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll there'll be a body in the back. But that has to. We're trying to get that to the airport too. But um, a, you know, like I said, and, and a, as a matter of fact, it's a actually, body. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you, you f- with me, man? No, no, no. I, I ain't no, not riding no my body. Well, there's a. There, I mean, there'll be a body, but actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know, man. Well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherfucker. What, 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 what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll be. I, it'll I, be I, a, I ain't ride with no motherfucking body. Hang on, man. Listen. You wanted an SUV. I'm not riding with no body, dude. Are you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll get another Uber or some shit. I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's going to cost you $50. $50? My man, you got like, you know, like I just downloaded the Uber app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel Uber, it's $5. I'm canceling, and that's going to be $5. It's not going to be no $50, dude. It's going to be $50, sir. It's different when you have... Look, my man, you can pay me $1,000. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand you I understand you now, but do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there next with the body, like, in, in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously, you used to driving around with bodies and That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What What's the problem? I mean, you're going to be in the front of the hearse. You're not going to be in the back. We'll put While your the body's in, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? Yo, my man, you tripping, man. This is a crazy <laughs> You calling the wrong <laughs> with this crazy bull <laughs> dude. I'm not doing none of that <laughs> what, what part of that don't you understand? I, I'm going to get you there on time, sir, but it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. Don't You'll be riding, a- riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be <laughs> laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me <laughs> up. What kind of <laughs> phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's, what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that shit. Since when did Uber start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live motherfuckers to get them from place to place? This is some crazy shit. I want you to think, when when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I do Uber. You know, and I also, you know, work for a mortuary. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but my vehicle is is certified and and Uber approved it, so I'm able to use it as an SUV as so, well. So, you you call them and you give them rides to live motherfuckers, and they don't have no reaction, no reaction to riding around 
with a motherfucking body in the back. Well, you know, uh, sometimes there's a few people acting a little, you know, a little, it's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you well, like obviously that, you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a fifty dollar motherfucking charge that I'm not, I'm not going for, and you're trying to get me to ride with a motherfucking dead body, dude. I'm not doing that. So I tell you what, bro. I'm gonna tell you this right here. And I'm gonna get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at seven in the morning, me and Tommy gonna be there. So be looking for us here. Who's Tommy, the f***ing body? No, no. Me and Tommy going to be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You understand? Just be ready for that. Then you and Tommy going to have a f***ing problem. Okay, okay. All right. Tell that to Tommy, though. Cause, see, Tommy don't Tommy don't take this too kindly. So tell it to him in the morning. Who's Tommy? Is he, he f***ing on right now? Okay. You don't know who Tommy is? No, I don't. Who the f*** is Tommy? Okay, do you know Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show? Do you know nephew Tommy? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a f- Oh, man. That's a f- <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, man. You coming in a hurry? No, man. Your boy, your, you got a boy named Chase that you work with. Chase gave me your number, told me to give you a call. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that, I'm going to put that in a hearse, man. <laughs> ride good. They ride good, though. Whatever, man. They, they ride good. It's a smooth ride. It's a nice ride, man. Less, It ain't really bumpy. It's, it's just a smooth, smooth ride. Y'all ought to do it sometime. Y'all want me to uh-uh, scoop y'all up? No Anybody want to ride? Uh-uh. Nobody want to ride? Nah. Oh, you going to nah. get one eventually. I don't need mine right now. Yeah, ain't, ain't a rush. You ain't going to know it whether you want yeah. to or not. I ain't going to know it, though. Okay. Don't nobody want me to scoop him up? No. Mm-mm, no, I'll pass. We ought to all do it as a, as a radio show. Let's just get in the hearse. Why don't you just do it yourself? How about yeah. that? You're so excited about it. Yeah. Us into it. Yeah. Show us what it took. Come on. Ride in and then tell us how it felt. Send us the picture. Yeah. Y'all think I won't get back there and lay down and ride? I ride. I ain't scared. I bet you won't. Next to a dead body? How much? I bet $1,000 you won't do it. How long uh, I got to be in there? How about that? About, about round about, the block. No, no, no about twenty minutes. No, nah, that's too long. Okay. That's Fifteen. Too long. Fifteen minutes. Uh, uh-uh, uh, three minutes. I go round the block. Come right on back. Get my ass up out of there. No, 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 no. No, I want you to be able to share with us the the feeling of it. I want you to get that ten minutes. I tell you what, ten minutes laying down back there. Fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, we can, we can go down there to Memphis to that. What's that? What's that? What's that funeral home down there in Memphis? I get buried right by there. The and, buried by the Bernards. You ain't got to go. To, you ain't. You ain't got to go to Memphis. We have funeral homes everywhere. <laughs> Every city. You ain't got to go to Memphis. Trust me. You ain't even got to get on the plane. I just right, need it filmed, and you got fifteen hundred dollars. Ten minutes. Lay down in the back. Let me. Sleep Strawberry on letter that. coming up next. Let uh, you subject- sleep on it. 
He's hiding money in our raggedy house. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. This is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. And uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it might be yours. You never know. Could be. It could be yours. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 49-year-old married woman, and my husband is 59. We've been married for six years, and this is my first marriage and his second. We dated a good while before he asked me to marry him, and when I accepted his proposal, I told him that I didn't want to live in the house that he and his wife and kids lived in. He rented out his house, and we bought a fixer-upper house in a great neighborhood. I wanted a new house, or at least one that was in great condition. He promised me that he had some great contractors that would make my dream a reality. The house is so old that we still have linoleum linoleum tiles on the kitchen floor. I contacted a professional company to get a flooring estimate, and I wanted to replace all the laminate countertops in the kitchen. It had been six years, and I saved up money to do a few little things. He hemmed and hawed, but he eventually helped me pick out our flooring. He didn't offer to help me pay for anything because he said it was my impatience that led to the renovation. A few weeks later, we were packing up to go to my parents' home temporarily while our floors are getting installed, and I just happened to be peeking in at him in the bedroom. He carefully pulled out a big envelope, pulled a big envelope out of a shoebox, and I saw hundreds of dollars. I ran into the room and tackled him and grabbed the envelope. All he could say is that he had to keep a stash because I love spending his money. I don't know how he thought it was okay to hide this large sum of money from me. I'm wondering if he planned to leave me in this raggedy house. Is that why he's not interested in doing any upgrades? What is he up to? Well, before we get to that, I just got to say the visual of you 
busting in the bedroom and tackling your husband. It's just a little funny, okay? That visual is funny. And I, I mean, you ask the question, what is he up to? Who knows what Mr. Secretive is up to and why is he being so shady with his money? Uh, I, I'm all for having, all for having your own money and not having to always ask someone, your husband in this case, for cash. And of course, there's also the house money and the bill money. But but just something about this doesn't sit well with me. I mean, first you, you say it's been six years since you've been in this, this fixer-upper and nothing has been fixed up. And didn't you also say that you saved the money yourself with no help from your husband? He said it was your impatience that led to the renovation. I don't understand that statement. Uh, What is he talking about? It's been six years since you guys have been in that house and nothing has been done. I mean, it's his house too. Seems like he would want it remodeled. I mean, especially the linoleum floors. Uh, You know, uh, the only explanation he had for stashing is that you love to spend his money. His money, I mean, it's our money. You got, you guys are married. Um, you know, you're spending money on the house. You saved the money for the house. Is he trying to say if you knew he had the secret money, you would have spent that on the house or something else? I'm, I'm so confused with that statement. I mean, what is his stash money for if it's not for the house? Uh, he sounds just very cheap to me, very selfish to me, and he doesn't have any intentions uh, after six years of fixing this house up. I, I don't see that. So, so now that that um, you know you've caught him with this money, you need you need to find out what he's up to. We don't know what he's up to. Um, insist, you know, if you guys are going to stay married on uh, a joint bank account for the house for the renovations. It's been six years. Let's go. Um, you know, both of you should be contributing, not just you. Uh, it's his house too, and it's his achievement. It's his cheapness. Why his first marriage failed? These are some of the questions you need to ask him. If you find out the answers to this, maybe you'll find out uh, what you know the money he stashed is all about. Other other than that, I I don't know. This is crazy. You know, he needs your you need his help, Steve. I don't know about this letter right here. I'm a little bit thrown off. See, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. But the name of this letter to me is somebody lying. Slash, we ain't hearing the whole truth. I don't think so. See, we're just not hearing this whole story, I don't think. Because something is missing in this story. It don't set right with me. But you know, one of Uncle Steve's uh, favorite things to do and one of my skill sets is to dig under the surface to find out what's really going on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go under the skin to find out what's going on. Now, she's 49. She, her husband is 59. That's a 10-year difference. Been married six years. My first marriage, his second. Mm-hmm. That's a little telltale right there. This your first time. He done done this before. He's seen the movie before, in other words. We dated a good while before he asked me to marry him when I accepted his proposal. I told him I didn't want to live in the house that he and his wife and kids lived in. So guess what he did? He rented out his house. He honored that request. That was a big one. This man already owned the house, but you didn't want to live there? He said, cool. He rented out the house, and he bought a fixer-upper house in a great neighborhood. 
I wanted a new house or at least one that was in great condition. He promised me that he had some great contractors and he would make my dreams a reality. The house is so old, we got linoleum tiles on the kitchen floor. I contracted a professional company to get a flooring estimate. I wanted to replace all the laminate countertops in the kitchen. And after this, I'll tell you what happened, why you ain't got no kitchen yet. All right, Steve, hold on. Part two of your uh, response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. Yeah, he's hiding money in your raggedy house because we don't know the whole story. But you've been married now for six years. Uh, he's rented out the house you told him you didn't want to live in with his former wife and kids had, so he rented it out as a good husband would do, and he bought a fixer-upper. You kind of wanted a new house. He told you that he had some friends and stuff, and he'd get it fixed up. Well, you wanted a new house. He said he had some contractors, and the house is so old that y'all got linoleum floors on the kitchen. So you contact a professional company to get a floor next minute, and I want to replace all the laminate countertops. It's been six years. I've saved up money to do a few little things. He hemmed in hard, but he eventually helped me pick out the flooring. He didn't offer to help me to pay for anything because he said it was my impatience that led to the renovation. Now, this is where the letter gets tricky. It's your impatience that led to the renovation, or was it his lie? that led to you having to save up to get the renovation. See, now we're about to peel back some of the skin on this onion right here and put tears in your eyes. I think it's because of the fact that he's been married before and you ain't. He's seen this movie before. Now, you're telling me that you've been saving up a little bit of money for this laminated float, right? And he wasn't going to go for it. Whose kitchen is that big? How much that float cost? So I don't know how much you had to save, but it's a kitchen flow. I don't know what you saved. I'm not passing judgment. I don't like to do that. But you saved up your little bit of money. But we talking six years, though. So what have you been doing and what have y'all been doing with the money for six years? See, you've been buying something. Mm -hmm. And I think... You may be buying some stuff that ain't got nothing to do with nothing, and he saw his money slipping away like he did with his previous wife, so he started stashing money before she get her hands on this right here, too. That's what I think happened. You know, and then I see, see here's, what, here's what led me to say that. A few weeks later, uh, we were packing up to go to my parents' home temporarily while your floors were getting installed which means the floors was in the process of getting done, right? I just happened to be peeking in at him in the bedroom. He carefully pulled a big envelope out of a shoebox, and I saw hundreds of dollars. You, being the gold digger that you are, ran into the room and tackled and grabbed the envelope, (laughs) dove on the man. Now, he was surprised because obviously you blindsided him. He didn't see it coming. You make this head jerk back, slobber, wrap around his head a little bit. He didn't know what was happening because you tackled him in his lower back because he had that envelope down low counting that money. All he could say is he had to keep a stash because I love spending his money. That's the key. See, for six years, he been watching you spend money on all types of stuff. Now you come up with you on a floor. Now this man going, wait a minute, man, hold up. 
I've been chipping in. We've been doing this here. You got me renting out this house that I already paid for. Now you over here. We were trying to do something else, but you just spending money. You mess around after six years and save the money for a damn flow. And now you in here tackling me for cash. See how that look. He thought it was okay. I don't know how he thought it was okay to hide this large sum of money from me. I do. Because he didn't want you to spend it. That's why he was hiding it. I'm wondering if he planned to leave me in this raggedy house. <laughs> Is that why he's not interested in doing any upgrades? What's he up to? Well, it seemed to me like he's up to what you ain't up to. Trying to save a little bit of money. Because he said you'd be spending all his money. And a man will do that. A man will hide some money if he think you're going to spend it all. Every man I know has done it. What about the line uh, about her impatience led to the renovation? What what does that mean? They've been in the house for six years and they still haven't gotten it renovated. I said when I read the letter, I don't don't think it's her impatience that's led to the renovation. More it is his lie that led yeah. to her wanting to do the res- renovation. The woman got every right to want to fix her house up. Yeah. Most women like living in nice homes. And it's a representative of a woman. When people come over your house and your house right. ain't right, the woman yeah. takes the blame for that, not yeah. the man. Thank you. Girl, what's she in here doing? How she got all this food? Land? How she? Who decorated this right here? What's she, she tripping? Part. So I understand. It, what, that's not her fault. He lied and said he was going to fix the house up. But what happened was, as he was trying to save, he was just watching her spin. So now, hold up. I can't take what I'm saving and renovate this house because she's spending all the other money. Let me save some of this money, which would I would be spending on renovating the house. But since she's spending all the money, we ain't going to have no damn money. That's how she found him hiding the money in the envelope. But she didn't manage to save up a little bit of money to get this flow done after six years. But he got the flow money in that box. He got the flow money and wall money in the box. I think what happened here is we have a spending problem, which is leads to more divorces, finance, and even infidelity. And y'all will get you will get left in that ragged ass house if you keep spending money like that. Whole damn letter is your fault, lady. He needs to help her fix up that house. All right, thumbs down, all. So she can make him a home. Uh, Please leave your comments on today's strawberry letter on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) It's not about you. Facebook and Instagram on uh, SteveHarveyFM.com and check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, the WNBA draft was the other night. Ryan Howard was selected number one from the University of Kentucky by the Atlanta Dream. First time that the WNBA draft was in person in New York since 2019 because of COVID. And uh, now uh, Brittany Griner is still being held in Russia on drug charges. She's been there since February. The WNBA says uh, it's still trying to fight for Brittany, but they understand it's going to be a process. Phoenix will still pay. Uh, the Phoenix Mercury is still going to pay her salary, which oh, brings me to a question. Uh, you know, like if one of us had got kidnapped or taken hostage or, you know, being re- de- detained, that would you still pay our would you still yes. pay our salary? Yeah. Just want yeah. to just add. Yeah, your money is cut off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even.
even give it I, any thought. I, I just thought he would think about it, T. Like, hey, mom, like <laughs> I think that's great. WFA still gonna pay her, and just on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, no. we, if we get detained, I'm gonna, kidnap, I'm gonna need you as a hostage to really <laughs> want to get out. <laughs> what I'm not finna do is keep supplementing bad behavior. You know, well, you're at least worst. I'm getting paid. No, no, you're not. You need to get your ass out of there and get back to work. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll try to motivate you as a hostage. Sitting up here, well, thank the Lord, I'm still getting paid. No, you're not. I, I just want to know what type of boss I have. No, I no, see. no, your ass needs to get free. <laughs> Sitting up in there comfortable like you just all right with being a hostage. Oh, no, we not. Up in here eating free food over in work. You're not, no. Uh, well, Brittany does get to see her lawyers you? twice a week. <laughs> In other news, baseball is back. And did you know this? Uh, I didn't know this. The Cleveland Guardians, they changed the name from the Indians. The Indians is gone? The Indians is gone. So what difference does it make? We ain't going to win. Cleveland coal miners. Well, what you want to do? Call us whatever you want to. Hell, we ain't, we ain't finna win. So what? What? You know, we call it the, the Cleveland champions. We not going to win. <laughs> And then also, lastly, NBA news, Frank Vogel has officially been fired from Los Angeles. He finally heard the news we heard already. He just got it <laughs> yesterday. So uh, Frank is out. Frank it ain't his fault. It's really not. I think he's a scapegoat. It would be nice. But the way I would play them, I would I would have Westbrook as a sixth man. And when, I, when Westbrook come on, on the floor, mm. I would let LeBron or AD sit down. Somebody and let it be the Russell Westbrook show so he could get back to who he is, and that would be his greatest contribution to the Laker basketball team. If they don't run, if they don't run, because he's not going to be effective as long as LeBron on the floor, because it's oh, LeBron's no. team. I ain't no basketball. <laughs> All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, a man gets caught naked on a work video conference call. <laughs> we'll can, talk about can, that when we come back right I after I can this. understand that, though. I you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. A New York City Housing Authority official has been suspended for 30 days without pay after being caught naked in bed with a woman during a work-related video call. 
a 17 second video posted on YouTube of what was supposed to be a routine video call for staff shows the male employee who works as an administrative housing superintendent completely naked, lying next to a woman as his stunned co-workers watched. There were at least 50 upper level managers and superintendents on the video conference call. And when the woman appeared in the video, all you could hear was, oh my God, no. Oh my God, no is right. So uh, the question <laughs> the question for you, Steve, is out of all of us working on this show, who would you expect this type of behavior from? Tom. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, you would not. No, you Tommy. would not. Tommy. Oh, I ain't going to do nothing stupid like that. What? Wait, But you use the word in a sentence? <laughs> I ain't going to do nothing stupid like that. Not at but all. see, what other form of stupidity would you do? I wouldn't do that. He didn't get fired. He just got suspended for 30 days. Without I understand that. that but I, I want to thank the Lord that uh-huh. video conferencing just started. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because if there was any footage of the stuff I used to do on phone calls. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Boy. I'm with you when you write, Steve. <laughs> so Man. did he accidentally leave his Zoom on, Shannon? What, yeah, I don't know how. Have, yeah, I don't know to. how. Yeah. yeah. He's naked in bed with a woman. He, he had to have forgot to have turned it off. You know, he forgot to turn it off. Is John there footage here. of this anywhere? Because... It's on Is there footage anywhere, Monica? Can you send it to me? It, he probably ain't in shape, though. What? <laughs> what yeah. does that matter? Most superintendents ain't him, in shape. Nick would you up. be embarrassed, though? I know you would. Would you be embarrassed? Well, depending, depending on the angle you caught me at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got, I got, I got a couple. A, couple you I might go, be proud. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple proud ass poses now. You know. But, <laughs> But if you catch me wrong, though, it could be all so quite embarrassed. <laughs> Steve, how you oh laying in goodness. the bed on the video? <laughs> Let me see how. Do you got your pose? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fool. <laughs> <laughs> Just put you your hand behind your head, head like you taking yes. a GQ Rubbing picture. your chest. <laughs> <laughs> we got to post that picture. Uh, Look at this fool. He didn't kick up his leg. <laughs> that's suspicious. <laughs> Yeah, somebody, somebody take a shot of that. No, look at him. Look, look. <laughs> he done laid out all over his chair. Uh-huh. But you, oh, but you check it in. Steve well, look here. He keeps moving his leg. <laughs> it looks like you're posing, Steve. It looks like that's you're how I'm, That's how I lay naked. Uh-huh. You can't just be up there and ain't ready. <laughs> Cause you know your girl might walk in. You know you don't want to be just laying up there any kind of way. <laughs> you want to have your knee Pose up by your chest, hide your stomach. You want to uh-huh. have your knee up by your chest, hide your stomach. <laughs> on the video call. Yeah. <laughs> we have on to the on the pillow, but looking back over. It's kind of like you want to kind of like do this here. You want to have your knee up. <laughs> He's demonstrating. And then you want to look back over your shoulder. Oh! 
Nick. We are going to post these <laughs> posts. What does the look back me. over mean? What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> what is he trying to say there? We right ain't posting none of this. Have your hand right here. Uh -huh. Get him, so hold it. <laughs> Boy. Hold why, it my guy? But why I do we have Monica to see the back of your thigh? <laughs> Mm. Oh, that's that's the money shot. Yeah. The, ham hop. the back of my thigh, that's the money shot. The ham oh, hop. The, good side. the power good booster. Side. Yeah. 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 All right, the coming up in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning oh, Show man. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The national trucking industry is down by 80,000 truck drivers, and uh, that's why our goods, our services, and our packages have been delayed lately. Uh, well, Walmart is doing something about it to combat the national uh, truck driver shortage. They are granting new truck drivers up to $110,000 during their first year on the job. That's really great news, isn't it? Walmart is doubling the average salary for long-haul drivers and has also launched a 12-week program in several states to help its warehouse employees earn a commercial driver's license. So, and, you know, $110,000 is a great starting salary. So, yeah. Great. Thank you, Walmart. Way to go. Yeah. And my mm -hmm. uncle still going to say ain't no jobs out here. <laughs> sick love of them. your family, Junior. Still. <laughs> Yeah. Have you guys ever considered driving a truck? Truck driving? Have you ever done that, Steve? You've done a lot of jobs. Oh yeah, I drove a truck before. Well, no, I do. I wasn't doing long haul. I was long just doing haul. local deliveries. Yeah. How'd that work out? Well, you know, did you get fired? Oh, you know, ain't, ain't none of my jobs worked out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, what happened there? From that? What, oh hell yeah. What happened there? <laughs> I'm just not a good ass employee, you know. You you can't talk to me any kind of way. I ain't finna I ain't finna take it. No. You're better boss. Fat ass dude Bob Cook talking told me one time. If you stay with this job as long as I have in twenty five years, Harvey, you'll be me. Uh let me get out of here tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not Coming up. Be you ever. Coming up at thirty three minutes after the hour, we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for Would You Rather. Would you rather soak in a tub of hot dog water or would you rather sit in a jacuzzi with 15 people? Mm, well, uh, when I'm when I'm in the tub, I'm making hot dog water, so that's huh? nasty. So that's huh? straight out there. Your ass is if, you offended uh, by that nephew? Yeah, I'd rather. Let me go and get in the hot. Well, oh, that's because you don't, you didn't, you didn't get the joke. So just do that. Don't kill a joke. Just say you didn't get the joke. If I'm sitting in the bathtub, I got it. I'm making hot dog water. But you know, Mister Mister Killer Joke is I don't want to be in no damn water. He's so busy. He's so busy being a damn germaphobic. Now you won't get at your ass up in there with them fifteen people you don't know. All right, we'll move I've on. I've never, I've never climbed into a hot tub at a resort while people was in it. Uh -uh. Now I've been yeah. at a resort and nobody was in it, and then some people came and got in it. I got up and get out. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's it. All right. I'm just not finna be in no tub of water and look over and there's another dude in there. We we not finna do this here. Scoot over. All right, moving on, moving on, guys. Would you rather have an ex over for Easter dinner? B. 
Please. Or would you Please. or would you Please. rather fast Please. from eating all day? That means no B. ham. B. Yeah. You're going to fast B. rather than have your fast. eggs over for dinner? I'm fat the day for that, too. Two days of fasting. I will him, damn near get suicidal. Yeah. I'll be so hungry. Gonna... Yes. <laughs> Your ex is only over for a couple I of hours. Don't give a right. damn. No. I will fall right, out right. and be rushed to the hospital. I'm good. <laughs> Have you ever IV. stayed with somebody you couldn't stand yeah. for a period of time? Do you know what an hour feel like? Death. <laughs> Two hours. Easter dinner. That'll be the most unholy meal I've ever eaten on Easter. <laughs> All right, keeping on that eat, eating subject, would you rather eat 24 Easter eggs in a day or an entire green bean casserole? An entire Those green bean good. casserole. Yeah, yeah, you better give me that green bean casserole. Yeah, it's going to pack you out, partner. Them 24 <laughs> eggs, boy. You, them, them eggs going to be with you for a month. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you rather <laughs> wear a tight muscle shirt on stage B. A tight B. muscle shirt on stage or perform barefoot. B. B. Yeah, my feet ain't bad. Uh-huh. But my body with a tight muscle shirt on is damn, it's comp. That's the show right there. Yeah. <laughs> All my material would be about me. <laughs> That's today's round of Would You Rather. Thanks, guys. We'll be back with the last break of the day and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Here we are, guys. Our last break of the day. On this Wednesday, we got to say a special thank you to Dr. Ian K. Smith, who joined us after a minute. It's been a minute, but he came back to um, talk about his brand new book called Plant Power, which is available online and wherever you buy books. It's all about um, flip That's your it. plate, change your flip weight. Flip your plate. Yeah. Mm, flip your plate, change your weight. The name of the book, again, is called Plant Power. Thank you, Dr. Ian. Dropping yeah, that's by. catchy. That's mm-hmm. catchy. I it like is. It. I like uh-huh. It. I like it. Flip your plate, change your weight. Mm-hmm. That's what we need Plant to based. do. Yep. I need well, to flip my plate, bowl, sauce. <laughs> I'm not going to flip my chicken off my plate, though. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to eat this yeah. chicken. Yeah, All he right, was just Steve. suggesting. I, I kind of listened to it, though, because I'm going to do mm-hmm. it, because I just text everybody involved with my uh, program and told them I want to change two meals a day to all plants. Nice. At least okay. two meals a day. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know. Good, good. Wellness that, Wednesday. It's never nothing wrong with that. But I'll tell you something else that could help you out, too. Here's my closing remarks. I want to remind everybody, I was, Oprah's had been on TV for years talking about dream boards. And, um, um, the first time I saw a dream board was in 1974. A friend of mine named Marvelous Marvin Harden. 
I was in his dorm room one day and on his mirror, he had what he called a treasure map. And on this treasure map, he had things on it. And to, to graduate in four years, that was his plan. To play at Omega Sci-Fi, that was his plan. And he had several other things, but he had a treasure map. And he had timelines on it. And I'd never seen that. And I stopped him. I said, hey, Marvelous. I said, what is this right here? He said, this was like a treasure map, man. Later to learn, it was what's called a vision board. He said, but this is how I put the things in front of me, my goals and hopes and wishes and aspirations. He graduated in four years. He is a member of Omega Sci-Fi. And uh, he's retired now. He worked in the uh, defense uh, for the government. And uh, he's retired now. I watched this cat pretty much do all the things he said he was going to do. Well, that was the first time I saw a vision board or what he called a treasure map. What I later discovered was they were called vision boards. And I started mine later on in life. I wish I knew what my friend knew in 1974, but I didn't. I just didn't. And part of what I want to talk to you about is it don't matter when you learn it as long as, as long as you learn it. Because the application of wisdom, faith, and understanding is never too late for that. It could be the right time for you. The fact that I didn't have a vision board didn't stop the fact that I should have them. Well, right now I'm probably on my sixth or seventh vision board. I just had my son come over Sunday. We sat outside, cooked outside at the kitchen, and I had him redo my vision board. My son was talking to me. He said, wow, Dad, do you know, man, that everything you put on your vision board, you have to change because it comes true. And that's what I want to talk to you all about, the power of that vision board. Don't think or don't underestimate the power of writing it down. Don't underestimate the power of putting up a visual. Now, I'm a picture guy, so I do, I do very well with pictures, demonstration. If I had known that about myself in college, I probably could have graduated. I probably could have been an okay student had I understood that I'm a visual learner. I don't like words and then try to recall and then tell you back on a test what I read. I ain't gonna really remember all that, but if you got some pictures, and you put it in the form of a story, oh, my ass is good at that. But what I've learned is the power of this vision void for you is a spiritual thing. And don't think it don't apply to you, and the fact that you ain't never had one don't mean that this ain't the time for you to start to have one. I put my vision boards on my cell phone because I have nothing in my hand more than I have my cell phone. So when I, my home screen, my, 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 my uh, what you call it? The, Wallpaper setting, home screen setting, every time it pops up, it's my vision board. Because I'm always on the phone, talking business, plans, all this here. Every vision board I've ever had has come true. And it's come true in a way that I didn't really think about it. Because on my new vision board, I put two very important things on there. God's will... And the way that I ensure God's will 
is I incorporate a lot more prayer in my life. And the other important thing I put on there is God's timing, which requires my faith. Because I've learned to stop asking for God, telling him when to do it or how to do it. I trust in his will is better than my knowledge or understanding. And his timing is going to be different from mine. So I put that on my vision board. I put dollar amounts on my vision board. I put vision for my foundation. I put vision that I have for other people. I have vision for how I want to change people's lives. I put all of that on there and it comes true. I put on there companies that I want to do business with. I've had to take them off because I'm in business with them. I'm telling you, man, the power of vision board. Don't overlook it. Go online and learn how to make a vision board if you need to. But you can start with a list of stuff. But I like pictures because I'm a visionary guy. I'm telling y'all, man, start using vision boards and look at them every day and just read it. I'm telling you, it comes true. It requires your faith and belief in it. And that's really the beginning. Now, if you're willing to put the hard work behind it, boom. All your dreams can come true. That's the power of vision, boy. You, you, you really need to think about that. Those are my closing remarks today. And one other thing, talk to God today. He would absolutely love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.